All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to The Boss. And The Plan. Podcast where we discuss all things video games and what else, Audrey? Chapstick. Chapstick? Yeah, I've just been... What? I know. I've been thinking about... I'm really thankful for Chapstick. It's been very windy. Uh Uh-huh. And the wind really brings a level of chap lips that... Oh hasn't gosh. been seen in quite some time. It's crazy how chapped the lips can get, especially in the wind. And it's funny when I have a chapstick on me. Yeah. You better believe I'm going to apply it every five seconds no matter what. Oh, absolutely. I have one that I have right next to my computer at work. And uh, about, I would say, every 15 minutes I'm reapplying <laughs> chapstick. Yeah. And it's like a 30-second application per time. Oh, yeah. And, like, if you have sweaty hands, sometimes it's hard to get the cap off. So you got to use your T-shirt. Yes. That is that the key? That's the key. You just use your T-shirt to pop it off. Let's oh, all been there. wow. Okay. Like if you're gaming and your palms mm-hmm. are sweaty, but you need to hydrate your lips, that's the key. I feel like a lot of times it does boil down to my fingers just being sweaty from gaming, and then I cannot get the cap off, and it's a bit sad. Yeah, it's that's when your T-shirt's really going to come in handy for you. Okay? I love that. That's a pro gamer tip. Do you think there needs to be a gamer chapstick? Yeah, there should. There should be one that has G Fuel Flex in it. So, like, if you're licking your lips. Yeah. Or if you're, like, you when you're yeah. really focused and you're, like... Making faces. Making crazy faces and your mouth, like, disappears. Or your lips disappear into your mouth and you're, like... Do my lips disappear in my mouth? (laughs) Kind of. I feel like... Huh. I'm trying to picture your exact focus face right now, but... It must be gnarly. There's some interesting things happening with it. That's for sure. Uh Huh. I've been getting told on repeat that I have uh, some breathing issues while I'm on the mic. Oh, when we film or when we record the podcast? Not when we report, record the podcast. I feel like my breathing's fine now, but if I'm having if I have a headset on, like I guess I go into manual breathing mode, and I'm like, Ugh. but do I not tell you this all the time? You do I'm like you're tell breathing me this all the time. really loudly. No, it gets you do. a little alarming. Yeah, I think I'm just my diaphragm is hard on my lungs. Oh. <laughs> Oh, is that what it is? I think. I don't know. I just have... The more people call me out on it, the more I realize that I am just, like, struggling to breathe. Yeah. I think that's just me focusing. I think when I'm focused, I cannot breathe. You're like the kid from Hey Arnold. (laughs) Yeah. Remember that? (sighs) And then the hands go, and they break the glasses. (laughs) Remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. What is, I think I do relate to that yeah. kid more. You just like grow, grow up and you realize you like are you that you thought you were kid. Arnold? Yeah, up, other one. Yeah, up, oh, no, other one. I know. Uh-oh. I'm trying. We're trying to get this run down up. Um, and up, we got it. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. what have you been uh, playing, watching, and or doing this week, Matthew? Um, well, I've only really been playing one thing only. Well, we haven't talked in a while. So since... You and me. You and I, yeah. You and me. You and I. I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a little bit. I think the last time... Well, not that's not true. But 
on the cast, the last time we spoke to our listeners out there, I was trying to finagle my way into breaking street date on Elden Ring. And that was like a Thursday evening, like two weeks ago. And now it's been out for two weeks. And guess what? You did it. I did it. I've been playing Elden Ring like nonstop. I already have like 40 hours into it. And I realize that there is so much in that game. Yeah. And I can tell I'm not even close to the end at all, but I'm having like a total blast just cruising around. That's awesome. Yeah, it's How really many great. hours do you think you sunk into that when I was at the bachelorette party? Um, A lot during that week <laughs> or during those four days. I definitely like turned it on in the morning, played until the boys were like, play Overwatch, and then I played some Overwatch, and then I played some more Elden Ring. Wow. And then like the weird, you know it's a good, you're dealing with a good game when... There's parts where you're just like, I'm so done with this. Like, I don't want to play this anymore. Like, either you're at a frustrating part or um, just, I don't know, you just kind of, like, hit a wall and you're just ready to put it down. But then, like, you take, like, two more steps in the game Mm -hmm. and you realize that you're right back in it. and You got to keep playing. Yeah, and you just, like, keep playing. It's so weird. Another, it reminds me a lot of uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Hmm. for the Switch. It's like a more adult Breath of the Wild for like a little bit more hardcore gamers. I will say this about Elden Ring for all the listeners out there and who are hesitant about the difficulty curve. If uh, for in previous Souls games, there would be, like, huge long checkpoints. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, like, you'd be like, okay, you start at, like, the beginning of the level, and then you'd have to make it all the way back to the boss to beat the level. And there's, like, and if you died anywhere along the way, you would have to restart. And so you have to be, like, really, really on your game just to get to the boss because the likelihood of you dying along the way is like super high yeah in this one the checkpoints are like right outside of the boss room so you just like walk in so you can replay a boss like super fast that's good and i think that makes a huge difference i think like it's easy to get discouraged in those games and if you're able to just like play the same boss over and over really quickly it's a way better feel yeah um what do you think do you think you ever play something like that no Yeah. (laughs) No, that's a very straightforward answer that I I respect. I don't want to sugarcoat it. No, I agree. Or lead anyone on here. Wait, I guess, should we introduce ourselves or just play mystery games this week? Mm, We can introduce ourselves. Yeah, why don't we? My name is Audrey. I am Le Pleb. Le Pleb. And this is my husband, Mathieu. Oh, hello. I'm Mathieu. And I'm the boss. Just here to talk about some video games. And uh, the pleb is supposed to absorb the knowledge. Yeah, I'm trying. And the listeners who may or may not be plebs, or I think a lot of our listeners are just bosses, and they're probably just going to be like, uh, 
these are just two plebs talking to each other. Yeah, they're like, this is pleb on pleb. This is just pleb on pleb. Yeah, so that's us. How about you, Audrey? What have you been playing? Well, I haven't been playing a dang thing, but I uh, did finish a book this nice, week. Nice, nice. Uh, Daisy Jones and the Six. Yeah, you might w- want to fill everybody in on on, on my what little snafu. There. Yeah. So I read this book. I was enjoying it. Uh huh. And essentially, it's like biography style interviews with bandmates. And it's telling the story of this rise of a really big band from the 70s. Yes. And at one point, you know, we're in the car with your dad and we were going through the canyon and he was talking about Laurel Canyon and how in the 70s a a bunch of rock bands lived in there. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm reading a book right now. And that band lived in Laurel Canyon. I'm like, Daisy Jones and the Six. Yeah. (laughs) And your dad's like, the Six? And I'm like, oh, Larry. Come on. It's a big band from the 70s. Big, huge band. I mean, they were so big. They huge album. That night, I finished the book. And I don't like to Google anything while I'm reading because I just like to come up with my own images in my mind of who I think everyone is and what have you. Mm -hmm. I finished the book. I Google it and I realize this is not a real band. <laughs> like, this was yeah entirely fiction. And when I say I haven't seen Audrey laugh that hard, oh, I don't man. think I had ever. She was... Truly, just, like, I was crying yeah, laughing it was because... so funny. But then I everything did f- fall back into place. Like, you saying that to my dad and he was just... Bu- like so like he was so confused i had said multiple things to you like yeah so serious about this book and like the band it's true like you made me i was like huh i never heard of the six but they (laughs) sounded pretty prolific out (laughs) there like they made a mark They, they did and then i found out that in fact it was fiction yeah. But it was still a great read. Um, sorry to spoil it for anyone who wants to read it. It's, yeah. well, it's fiction, but I thought it was fun. I, I would recommend... Uh, rock and roll books. Rock and, rock and roll it out. Um, I, this That kind of reminds me of something, like a Twitter thread I read, mm-hmm. where the gentleman who created Stardew Valley... Yeah. Uh, I always talk about him because I just find him very fascinating. On Twitter, he said, "Okay, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna release Stardew Valley on Android, like without a pub, like a publisher or whatever. He's gonna do it all on his own. So if anybody has any questions about uh, creating a game or, uh, you know, just like the." process that goes into making a game like fire away so he was answering all these questions and i just thought it was so cool the way he was just basically going in depth like answering he answered so many questions how did that remind you of (laughs) (laughs) i think you just wanted to tell that story you're right well no it reminded me of it because it was just sort of like tying into real life except this one was a little more real life (laughs) this was 
that's, really happening. That's a stretch, Matthew. Was that's, it? That's essentially for some s- reason in my head. Like when you were saying that, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna fit perfect. <laughs> this is really gonna work." Uh, yeah, like, I'll allow it, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know if I'm really seeing a, a straight line there. Yeah, that's okay. I like made it sound like it was gonna be like a perfect connection. You made it sound like he was about to say like, "And or- this is all a joke." Totally. Like, there was yeah. going to be some punchline there that I yeah. wasn't seeing. No, the punchline is, like, that dude's a baller. Okay. And he just answered a bunch of questions on Twitter. And I was, it, you know what? It felt like a novel because I was reading so much stuff. There you go. That's what it was. There you go. Jeez. Almost uh, broke my own brain trying to figure Bring out that Bring that one back. Yeah, um, but I, I'm seeing we have a new segment today. We do. Uh, let's just get into that. Let's do it. Uh, it's called "What Is This Game About?" What is this game about? And I'm gonna ask you. Uh, I'm gonna give you the titles of these games, and then you're gonna guess what the game is about. Okay. Um. Okay. So let's go straight to the first one. Binding of Isaac. Feels biblical. Yes, but I don't know if I don't know if there's like Bible. I think there's some biblical references in it. Are there actually? I I feel like there are. Yeah, um, if I remember correctly. What do you think happens in the game? I think that Isaac mm-hmm. is on an adventure. True. Trying to. Escape oh, yeah. from a town. Oh? Am I on to something? <laughs> I, no, I okay. don't. <laughs> you were close. The town escape, yes. You're escape right. from prison? I think, yeah, if I remember correctly, he's trying to escape from a basement. There's kind oh. of like a, there's almost like a mother abuse angle on that one. Oh, I think they, heavy. Yeah. It's kind of heavy, and uh, all of the there's like some weird weaponry in that. Like I know the big one is like you like shoot tears out of your eyes, and now stuff. That's something I'd be good at. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, that one uh, you were right on. How I mean, about yeah, it was kind of kind of on. Yeah, you were. How about Starcraft? Uh. I'm just envisioning space. I'm envisioning, mm-hmm. um, I mean, to be completely honest, what I'm envisioning is Xeon Warrior, uh, not Warrior Princess, Girl of the 21st Century. Remember that, Disney? Huh, no. What is that? Zoom, 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 make my heart go boom, boom, my supernova girl. <laughs> Not ringing I'm any not bells? Sure it's not. Xenon. Oh, Xenon. it was so cool. Okay. Huh. They, it was this whole community that lived on a spacecraft and Xenon's parents were, you know, like the heads of it. And this superstar goes up in space with them and he's uh-huh. like so dreamy and he sings, zoom, 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 make my heart go boom, boom, my supernova girl. Dang. Honestly, I don't remember that. It's so good. Was and it then, Disney? Because I think I missed yeah, out on no, it. It was Disney, Disney for sure. And then when I was like twenty, I was at a part at a friend's house, like a party at an apartment, and I saw uh-huh. Xenon and I 
nearly had a heart attack oh, for wow. my fangirl moment. Um, but I'm guessing that's what StarCraft is like? Yeah, basically <laughs> they sing that song over and over. Okay, that's cool. Uh, no, it's basically, it's a strategy game. A strategy game is like a top-down. You control little units on the board. Mm. And you go and battle. Either you can do a multiplayer or you can do just like the storyline mode. And there's three races, Terran, Zerg, and Protoss. And they are all enemies. I think actually the... Terran and Protoss are friends, and everyone's pretty much against the Zerg. Huh. Um, that would have been my second guess, but I kind of liked my first better. <laughs> I did. I did too. Dang, but now I want to play StarCraft. And now I want to watch Xenon. See, isn't that funny how that happens? Yeah. So next one, Five Nights at Freddy's. This is about a bachelor party. Uh-huh. And they go to new orleans right and they're there for five nights mm-hmm. and it's a lot of drinking a lot of eating bar fights oysters oysters of course oh yeah Why and not? um what are the tours called with the fans and the little boat oh in the swamp swamp tours uh yeah there's a specific term, but... Uh, flat bottom boats? Is that what it... No. Propeller boats? Something like that. Dang. Yeah, I... I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. What um, the heck are those called? Fan boats. Big fannies. Was I right? Was that the game? Was yeah, that, that was. About? Yes, you were actually spot on. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's? That is actually a horror game. A lot of jump scares in that one. Hmm. You are a security guard who's watching like a Chuck E. Cheese-esque type of establishment. And all of the animatronic animals are coming to life and trying to kill you. It sounds horrifying. It is super scary. I used to watch some stream, like PewDiePie used to play the streams where... <laughs> and it's like so funny when they get jumps, jump scared. So, how about Roblox? I just picture like a... Oops, sorry, I have a glass straw and a glass. Just nope. needed a little water. No, it's nice. We'll um, I picture like Tetris type vibes. Yeah, Tetris. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, actually, you're right. Like, Roblox sounds like it, it would be a... Uh, it sounds like it would be a puzzler. It does. This one is like a Minecraft-esque type game. Okay, kind of in the wheelhouse. Yeah, it's like, but you look, everyone looks like Legos. I'm not actually fully sure what you do in Roblox. I just decided to throw it in there because it's okay. kind of trendy. Fun. And then finally, Escape from Tarkov. Hmm. I think it's about a guy uh -huh. who's trying to escape uh -huh. from Tarkov. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, actually right. Yeah, he's trying to escape from like a distant land. Uh huh. And maybe no. he went there to fight in a battle, got stuck, and then he tries to escape. Maybe throw some like time travel elements in there. Oh, fun. Yeah. This one in particular is actually like a military simulation type of game with like heavily. Didn't I say he went into battle? Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. So you get, like, kind of dropped off in an area, and you, like, loot as much as you can in this area, and you just try to get into a certain location and leave. Hmm. And Riveting. People absolutely love it. And what else people absolutely love is news and trending topics. Oh, the people love it. The people love it. Oh, wow. This is actually a bit of old news at this point in time. But guess Still what? Still sad. Guess what? Why don't you go ahead and... and, and I'll, I'll break the news. Break the news. Breaking news, everyone. Yeah. Amazon is closing all of its four-star physical retail stores. That is where one, Nathaniel, picked up his Xbox Series S. That's right. Amongst many other fun things... Over yep. the past couple of years, and I know you're going to be bummed about this one. I'm super bummed because that store is like fun. It, that's you know, remember Natural Wonders at the Thousand Oaks Mall? No. Okay. <laughs> well, it's Sorry. kind of like a better, sharper image. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that sounds familiar. But Natural Wonders was the one. It was I think Sharper Image actually went into where Natural Wonders was. Yes, it did on the second floor. On the second yeah, floor, yeah, kind of by McDonald's. Yeah, it was where was. you got your space food. Space did you get food? space food from there? I don't think so. Like space ice cream. Oh, dang, I wonder if do they like not make that anymore? Because I could definitely go for some space ice cream. Well, I'll look into that for your next birthday. Yes, please. It's so good. Uh, space food sounds good, but I'm really sad. And it's funny because we were in Marina Del Rey the other day and we see an Amazon bookstore and that's going to be closed too any moment. Yeah. Oh, they're probably already closed to be honest. They are. Yeah. About five days ago. Shoot. So rip in peace. Those were a lot of fun. Um, and then guess what? What? EA is removing all Russian teams from FIFA and NHL games. Is this appropriate to do in a video game setting such as that because of the ukraine russia situation yeah no i i understand True, um, maybe the listeners maybe who knows okay that's fair keeping up. uh this is a tough one yeah i i guess what it all comes down to for me is like are these things actually impacting the russian government and the people who are making the decisions that are causing all of these problems and the tragedy, or are we just punishing Russians as a whole yeah. and not the actual people who are in charge? That's, That's where it gets confusing for me. I I get the sentiment and I get the statement behind it, but I just don't, I don't know if Putin's like, Dang, yeah. <laughs> our uh, Russian teams aren't on FIFA or on the NHL video game. Like, yeah. I don't think he's sweating it. No. I get the bigger picture, even, but I, I don't think it's on his radar. I know what FIFA or NHL games are. Yeah. So it's, like, not at all. Like, if you're just, like, a Russian citizen who, yeah, like, wants to play their favorite, who wants to play Seska Moscow or whatever that that russian huge russian club is it's like they're no longer can do it yeah i think that's just like i don't know i just i'm just kind of tired of like real world impacting these kind of like have nothing to do with the real world entities like such as video games like it just it just doesn't need to bleed over like that yeah like there's a time and a place i feel that yeah but like 
I'm sure people feel differently, but I just know that a lot of people, you know, go to video games for an escape and it's like, it's harder to escape anywhere now. Everything is all in your face always. Yeah. Um, so that's my, that's my take. Love it. That's my spice take. Thanks for your spicy take. Yeah. Um, how about this? Tell me. Oh, you know what else I've been playing, though? What? Besides Elden Ring is Overwatch, so I had to throw some Overwatch news in here. Give it to us. All right, Overwatch 2, which is just firing up its uh, beta. Mm-hmm. Kind of funny. Um, it Overwatch 2 promises new ways of combating toxicity. Huh? And they didn't go into exact specifics on how they are gonna do that like toxic behavior while playing yeah oh so like overwatch really is notorious for its toxic behavior like if you're doing poorly on your team as like a healer you're gonna get flamed and your team is gonna call you out hard yeah and and that's just kind of the name of the game like it just you're gonna get flamed and yeah. that, I feel like that's how it kind of always has been. And, like, you just take it in stride. Um, and so what I was going to say, like, Toxicity and Overwatch are, like, are peas in a pod. There's two peas in a pod. There's two peas in a pod. Like, I don't know. And, like, I guess when you play video games, too, you can you can use that as an opportunity if someone's being, like, a total lame You can use that as an opportunity to kind of let things just kind of, like, roll off your back. You know, not take things so serious. Yeah. Like, you're just like, uh, yeah, well, guess what? I'm trying my freaking best here. Thanks. Thanks a lot. So I'm curious to see, because they already have, like, I mean, uh, there's already, like, a report button and stuff. So if, like, somebody's being, like, seriously toxic, like, throwing in the game, like, just standing there and not trying. Yeah. You can report them, and apparently... We've done a little research. It takes a hundred reports for somebody to get a seven day ban. Whoa. So like that's a lot though. A hundred is a lot. That takes so much. Like probably uh, even if you tell your team to report them, probably one person will report them for real. So it's like they can go wild for like you know, hundred games. Minim- uh, yeah, at minimum a hundred games basically. So yeah. um We'll see how that plays out. I'm curious about that. I'm curious about Overwatch 2, um, which should be released also. And why don't you hit us with the last piece of news, which is current. Fortnite Fortnite Season 2 removes building. So is that like when they build up all the towers and stuff? Yeah. Weird. I know. I feel like that was such a large aspect of the game. I haven't watched in years, but at the time I felt like it was. Yeah, they removed the fort aspect. So it's just night. <laughs> it's just night now. Night, night. Night, night. Yeah, I mean, the gunplay looks like it can hold its own. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it's one of those moves that almost feels like a little desperate. Like they just totally rework. They the want formula. people to tune in now to see yeah. what it's like without it. Yeah, exactly. So. We'll see uh, if that. Will you tune in to see what it's like? I actually watched Ninja today on my lunch. But guess what? What? Tuned in, 
got hit with two ads. Waited about five minutes, nine ads. A wow. nine roll, nine ad pre-roll, uh, mid-roll. I was like, dude, I can't be expected to sit here uh, for like nine minutes watching ads. Yeah, that's wild. So I turned turned it off, but I was like, oh, this looks really fun. Ninja also, um, funny, I always take a good opportunity to talk about Ninja. Sure. He, he changed up his like streaming situation. Uh-huh. So... Remember last time, I don't know when the last time you watched him stream, he has he had that like gaming dungeon type looking setup. Yeah. Well, he like I think he wants to look like more down to earth. So he has like a f- straight on camera now and he's just in like a little room. Huh. That looks like just like a little bedroom. I think he's trying to look like just like an average streamer again. Probably. Yeah, I don't think the I don't think like the gaming dungeon stream setup was serving him. Serving it wasn't connecting with the base. I thought that was so funny. I'm sure they have so much science behind that by now. Like, oh yeah, it's not a simple decision. Oh no, not at all. I was like this. I was like this is such a drastic change, and this room looks so different. Um, we'll have to tune in and like see it. For sure. Oh, it's, it was a trip, but I'm. Yeah, I'll be watching some Fortnite. I might even download it to see what's up. Who Ooh. knows? Um, well, whew, that pretty much takes us to the, you know, we're, we're closing time. Closing time. Uh, response. One last call for response. I don't think we have any response. No, but we do have some social media yeah. shout outs. Go ahead and shout them. All right. If you want to catch us on Twitter at Boss Pleb, on Instagram at Boss Pleb Cast, and we are going to shout out Squad Cast and also Garage Band. Yeah. I, are we still playing for Squad Cast? I am not sure, but. Mike, you, check your Mike, credit card state. <laughs> yeah, check that auto renewal situation. Um, all right. Well, I think that was a fantastic episode. Thanks Audrey. for tuning in, guys. Yes. Thanks for, Thanks for sticking for with us. Sticking with us in our little uh, absence. We'll definitely be getting better. We'll just like, you know, get on the mics and uh, do do what we do best. So, totally. Thank you so much, fam. Bye. And we'll be talking. Catch you next time.